they assembled in the valley of Baraka, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore, the name of that place was called the valley of Baraka, the valley of blessing until this day. Then they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat in front of them. And uh, they go back to uh, to go back to Jerusalem with joy. You return, we are returning with joy today in the name of Jesus. For the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. The Lord will make you rejoice over all your enemies in the name of Jesus. Amen. So they came to Jerusalem, I can hear only one amen. So they came to Jerusalem with stringed instruments and house and trumpets to the house of the Lord. I say the Lord will make you rejoice over your enemy this time around in Amen. the name of Jesus. Amen. And the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries where they had that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. Then the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet for his God gave him rest all round about. As we journey to the end of verse 21, Jehovah God will give you rest round about. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. ye the Lord. In the first three verses, that is from verses 20 to 23, we see what happened during the siege. How the Lord helped them fight their battle. Victory was delivered to them on the platter of gold. What do I mean? I mean, they thank God gave them a strategy, and thank God that they, 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 they stayed with God's strategy in obedience. And as they stayed and carried out God's strategy, blueprint, uh, we saw that the remaining, uh, the rest became history. Uh, God delivered to them victory. They didn't have to lift a finger. All they needed to do was to lift their voices to praise the Lord. Right there where you are, why don't take one song? In 30 seconds, just give God that song. God, give God, give God that song right now. Father, in 
There was heavy rejoicing over their enemies. I see heavy rejoicing in your camp over your enemies. This type of fear and dread in the camp of the enemies round about them. I see perpetual fear and dread of you upon all your enemies in the name of Jesus. So what we asked ourselves was that where, why, after God gave them victories, what was the business of others, others who were afraid? What was their business being afraid? The fear wasn't by them, because they heard of what God did, that these people were special people, didn't have to fight, that was their God that fought for them. And I was reminded that God had promised them in Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 25. Deuteronomy chapter 2 and verse 25. God had promised them that this day I'll begin to put the dread and fear of you upon the nations under the whole heaven who shall hear the report of you and shall tremble and be in anguish because of you. They had the report that God fought for them. Somebody somewhere will hear the report that God has fought for you in the name of Jesus. Somewhere shall hear the report of you and they shall begin to tremble and be in anguish because of you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Also, there was all round quietness and rest 
And these oral quadrants are rest came because God gave them rest. I see God giving you rest this time around in the name of Jesus. So, what should be our our disposition after the siege? What should be your disposition? What should be my disposition? Is it Eureka? Is it Eldorado? Is it Uhuru? Because God has delivered us? Because God has given us victory? The answer is no. Because Job tells us, from his experience, Job tells us and advises us wisely indeed from Job 14 and verse 1. From Job 14 verse 1, he says, Man who is born of woman is of few days and full of trouble. Which means as long as we are alive, there will be one battle or the other. But the beauty of it is that the Bible also tells us, according to um, Psalm 34 and verse 19, Psalm 34 and verse 19, that as God's children, affliction should not surprise us because God's deliverance is guaranteed. Since many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him from all of them. I see God delivering you and me from all of our afflictions in the name of Jesus. So our first disposition above so many others should be that we should be aware that the battle still rages on constantly. It's a constant battle. It rages on constantly. If it doesn't rage on, the Bible will not put us on notice. The Bible will not put us on guard according to the word of God in Psalm 91, verses 5 and 6. It tells us that this battle that is that is raging on, it contains terrors of the night, arrows that fly during the day, plagues that strike out of the blues, evil everywhere. If, if you if you pay attention to our world this day, all you hear around about us are tales of wounds, arrows, things that happen, things that are disheartening, things that bring fear. But guess what? The Bible says they will not compare you. Amen. 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 Before you are no place, I come near you in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Before we start this morning, you shall be spared in the name of Jesus. Amen. When I see the blood, I shall pass you over. I speak Amen. the blood right now. We speak the blood of Jesus. That speaks better to more than the blood of Abel right now upon your household, upon you and your family. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Father. Number two, what should be our second disposition? Our second disposition should be that we should acknowledge God as the doer of all the good things happening around us. Acknowledge God as the doer of all the good things happening around you and around me. Proverbs 3 verse tells us that acknowledge God in all your ways 
acknowledge God in all your ways. Right there where you are. But go ahead and look back to 2021. January till now. All the good things you can remember. Just acknowledge God very speedily for me. Yes, Lord. Thank, Thank you, God. Father. Thank you, Father. If God be for me, who can be against me? If God be 
is ever on your side. God is for us, and nobody dares mess with us. Not even as much as pointing a finger. That is the basic translation of that scripture. Romans 8, 31, that said, If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for you, who can best around about you? If God be for you, who can dare point an accusing finger at you? If God be for you, who can take your case on the covert? Because God is on your side. Your favor is on your side. Vision is on your side. Right there, open your mind and begin to declare. If God is on my side, victory is on my side. If God is on my side, then my side. the Bible says that by your word you shall be justified by your word you shall be taken oh Jesus is on your side what is on your side at times, I, I just remember, was it not Elisha that told that was the king, I can't remember the story, but told somebody to shoot an arrow, and the person shot it about three times, and he now said, if you are shot it more than three, then you have had a complete victory. As I said, that we should declare you see, at times we do need to uh, we do need to cut off the enemy's head, but in declaring what word of God says, we are entrenched in our victory. So I expected us actually to declare what is on the side. So that you see, as far as your eyes can see, that's what God told Abraham. As far as your eyes can see, brethren, if God is for you, who can be against you? Begin to declare with your mind. I'm 